Welcome, everyone. You are tuning into Engaging Walk. My name is Drake. And my name is Ruby. We believe in the power of walking together and talking together. It's a simple act to stay connected, and movement is key. This week, we have our part four and final part of the intimacy series, which is spending quality time together. It's a very, very crucial and important aspect, and one that we're super um, passionate about, which is quality time. That was our number one. Love on, language. On love language mutually. So we really spend a lot of time focusing on that. No pun intended on that quality time. But and we also took our engaging walk this week over at uh, the Coronado Dog Park. Oh, it's a dog beach, beach. park. Mm-hmm. So it's the most northern part that you can go to uh, for civilians on the Coronado over uh-huh. on the beach. And it's, yeah, it's a beautiful area. Beautiful area to take your dog. Your dog can be off leash. Hang out with the other dogs, get in the ocean and whatnot. And um, Boba, our dog, our corgi girl, she spends a lot of time outside doing running around and stuff like that. So we take her to the dog parks and things like that. So she, she can loves get her the water for sure. She loves the water. We're super happy that she loves doing all those things. Mm-hmm. And it helps us to get out too. Yeah. And it was a beautiful sunset. All right. So let's dive into this content. So this is a really, really important topic, especially. So Ruby um, was just talking about how life, as you go on in your marriage and in your walk together through life, things just get more busy. Yeah, that's the truth. They don't slow down. Mm -mm. So things can, you know, this is one of the things that we talked about in our, like our main thing, which is like, or our main intro and information about like this podcast, which is, you know, what the kids call these days adulting. Adulting can be pretty strenuous. Like there's a lot of things you got to do together. Mm-hmm. And like we were saying earlier before before this podcast, which is like things just get more and more busy. Kids get involved, dogs, in-laws might start living with you. Or even jobs, you know, like you have more responsibility at, at, at work. And that's life. You never have, you know less busy is always busier yeah one of the main joys of life is preparing yourself to take on more and new and greater responsibilities Mm -hmm. and that's progress that's what you should be doing like even as christians uh we or we are we're called to always grow yeah so growing in our responsibilities growing in our faith growing in uh our responsibilities in our communities at work and family you're never just going to be the, the child sitting at the, the the children's table for the rest of your life, and nor should you. You should always, that's that's the goal. Yeah, you're growing in physical, emotional, mental, you know, even just yourself. Spiritual, yeah, all that. spiritual. Yeah, so it's an exciting thing to, to keep growing, you know. But and in that growth, what can happen? Well, you can be sidetracked or you can just lose intimacy you know, between each other because you will put aside your family or, you know, you can put your work before them or you can put ministry, even ministry before them and even yourself before them. And, you know, you neglect the intimacy between you and your spouse and that can cause the damage into your intimacy, you know? Yeah, definitely. It Work is, a, I think, a big one. Uh-huh. Yourself can can really get in the way. Sure. Uh, your own like selfish needs can get in the way big mm-hmm. time. Uh, work is another one. But yeah, we, we recently had a situation in my work where I had to put my foot down and put 
our family first, uh, despite enormous pressure from the upper chain of command from the military. I mean, this was all the way up to like an admiral's level, you know, where people were like, hey, we want you to do this thing, but it wasn't good for our family. So I said, hey, respectfully, no, because X, Y, and Z. And I had to keep reiterating that over and over and over again. And they kept throwing more and more things at me to, to try to like make it more appealing. But I was like, hey, you know what? If I don't have to do it, orders are orders. If I have to do it, then order me to do it. But if I don't have to, my family comes first in this situation. Mm-hmm. And um, eventually they understood. Like Our commanding officer of the ship was like, hey, that's, I understand where you're coming from. And I, and I respect the fact that you put your family first. And we're going to respect that. And then hopefully the people above, will that will be good enough for them. And then luckily, you know, at this day, at least there might, you know, you know, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's not an issue anymore. And, yeah. um, and I had people around the ship, uh, like people in my division that were like, Hey, you know, I, I learned a lot about how that, that struggle, that fight that you fought. And I, and I gained a lot of respect and, vision for how we should be treating our families you know Mm -hmm. and the and um how the family comes first in a lot of these situations because there's a there's a balance you know you want to provide for your family you want to take on new responsibilities but you have to evaluate and talk about these things with your with your loved ones to see how they're going to be affected Mm -hmm. and i think as you know even a ministry and I understand, you know, you have to submit to God first. I totally agree with that. But then, you know, I also hear stories where, you know, pastor kids or, you know, leader kids just suffer. Gonna say, I don't get to see my mom or I don't get to see my dad throughout the days or through through the weekends because they're busy with, you know, serving at church. And... Uh, but I, I do believe in, you know, involving your kids in serving and they see how you do it and they see and they learn from you and in engaging them, they, be, they can become very powerful, you know, people and got equipped very at, at the very young age. And I think that, you know, that's that should how it should be, you know, instead of mm, ignore or put your family aside, involve them in what you do and, and, and put them first because... If we introduce that as a culture to the children, guess what? You, we just implement that culture to them. Like, hey, family is not to get to be first. Work and other things will be first. And is is is? I don't think it's gonna help a, a very healthy culture for the for the children to receive, because you know, again, we go back to like having seen and heard, like. If we hear, if we heard and seen them for for their needs, then you know we need to respond to that. Yeah, your your sharing there just reminded me of a of a small section in the the Dave Grohl book I read recently. For those who don't know, Dave Grohl was like a, a musician that did the Nirvana and Foo Fighters uh, bands, but he in his book discussed how. You know, his manager, like one of his main things that he loves to do in his family is be there for his daughters. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even though he's a famous musician that has all these shows, all these commitments, you know, that he 
he's just like I I need to be there for their major life events. Yeah. So he he talks to his managers. He's like, hey, I know we have this big show coming up, this big tour, but these dates I need open in order to be able to go to this event with my daughter. But you know things fell through the cracks, and then like the dates somehow got messed up, and he wasn't he, he wasn't going to be able to go with the new schedule. So he's like, that's not going to work. And the managers were able to get him a very small window. So he literally had to go on stage, do his performance, get off the stage, fly from Australia back to California, go do the the pumpkin patch thing or whatever it was. It was like a like a prom or something like that. And then well, as soon as it was done, he immediately flew back home. I mean, I was, flew back to Australia mm-hmm. and then did the next show. And he talked about how exhausted he was, but he looks back at that and shows like, hey, that's my level of commitment to my family. And they know. He was like, they always know. Like, how, like I've, if I say I'm going to be at um, this life event, I'm going to be there, even if I have to move tour dates around. Yeah. And that's, that's not normal. That's not how people used to think. Uh-huh. They're like, oh, I have this at work. Sorry. Yeah. But now the new way, I think a lot of people are tapping into what Ruby's talking about, which is, no, my family comes first. Yeah. And um, saying that, you know, I used to be the person that put work first because I'm workaholic. I used to be workaholic. And, you know, and I used to put my family aside. Like, sorry, you guys didn't share with me this event. And I have planned my schedule for, you know, a month ahead. So, and looking back, you know, even though even I planned it ahead, I could have moved them, you know, just to show that, hey, you guys are important to me. And um, and when I one of the person, one of the people that I, you know, look up to, which is Bill Johnson, if you know him, he is um, the pastor of Bethel Church. And he's so one of his um, lifestyle is that he also want to be at his um family's event and also birthday and I remember he sharing about he flew across the globe just to be with his uh, son's birthday and he he just want to make sure that every birthday he's be there and for me it was so bizarre to hear testimony like that because again like I, sh- I share with you guys I was a workaholic and when I heard that I was like oh oof I should have you know, do better. And it took me, a, it took me a while, you know, but I have to like look and, 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 you know, apologize to my mom and, you know, my family and, and improve with them through my actions and say, Hey, you guys are important and you did to me. And, and um, I was, it was my mistake. Sorry for that, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, because again, I was young and I thought that I want to show commitment to my work but like Drake said, commitment to your family is come first, you know? Yeah, I think that's that can be a difficult thing for a lot of people. I know mm-hmm. like especially a lot you- of men that are like very hyper aggressive in the workplace and are like, hey, I work in the area of finance. I need to be available. I need this. I'm the, I'm the yeah, I understand. I understand. Even like nurses or, you know, first responder, they, they have high demand at work. Yeah. And we totally just, we understand. understand that. Ruby sees me all the time. I get text messages from work when I'm on leave. And I'm like, I don't want to answer these text messages. But, <laughs> you know, I'd also don't want people at work suffering. So it's like a balance, but. It's a boundary. 
we have to talk about <laughs> that together because I think one of the major things that is going to be coming up in this area of your life when you are forming a family and you have children and dogs and responsibilities at home, those responsibilities don't go away. No. So someone's doing them. It's just a matter of who. Is it your children? Are those responsibilities that are appropriate for children? I think that's something that Ruby and I discuss pretty often is that there was a lot of responsibilities that were thrown on us being the eldest in our families respectively that, you know, we, I had to take care of my younger brothers and sisters, you know, Mm -hmm. and luckily they're all like very close in age. So it wasn't like, you know, but one of them is, is pretty far away. Um, So I had to like change his diapers, like do this and do that, which, which is, you know, good. But we also have to understand, like, what are the bound, what is the reasonable expectation for children to be taking on these responsibilities? And is that something that they should be doing at that age? You know, so all, all these sorts of questions are going to be um, falling into that category. So I think also what we have to do is we have to define or describe, like, what quality time looks like. Yeah, plan you know, it out. Be intentional about it. Yeah, so we have to discuss like, okay, hey, all these responsibilities, it's fine for the children to do this because that's appropriate for children to do, like maybe doing laundry, you know, things like that. But we also have to talk about like, when we are spending family time together, what does that look like? Mm -hmm. Like if we're going out to the movies or if we're we're hanging out at home together and we're, you know. Playing games together or something that build the relationship up. And, um... And as a four couples, I think it's very important too because that is time when you connect and, you know, life gets busier and so many noises around your relationship. So you want to tune that your partner voice up even stronger and closer so you can hear, you know, that person needs and, you know, feed into that and, um, and take care of yourself too. So I think um, one thing that at the very, I think as was um, our very first new year, spending time together and before he, I sent him out for the underway, real long underway, um, he showed, he, he did, we just look over um, mountains and then he, and you know, watch the sunset and he talked to me like, hey Ruby, whatever that happens next or to us, even like, no, but I want us always have this time of connecting. And I think that is, yeah, I want that too. I want that for my relationship because um, this is how I keep my connections with you alive. This is how I get to know you deeper. And I know that, you know, as life keep changing, people too, you know, we adapt, we change, we evolved with life. And I cannot expect I get to know, I know Drake, um, you know, two years ago, and he's still the same. He will, majority, he will be the same, but there's also, you know, part of Drake is changing, evolving to his new role, you know, so I I get, I have to listen to him. I have to, we, we need to have that time to to get updated, to, and even like, I think it's also healthy just, you know, vent out a little bit and, and, and but make sure that, you know, your partner knows. Because like, hey, I just need a, a you know, 
somewhere or a place or a person to vent. Can you do it? You know, and then vent it out. And you know, so. But if you want a feedback, then you also let them know, like, hey, after I share this, can you give me a feedback? <laughs> so, you know, those are also ideas that we do for you know um, sharing the the quality time because we we not for 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 me quality time is like venting it out, sharing something that really dear to your heart, all of a sudden dreams and things that you want to do together and um or just something that you know um you only want to try but you never dare to do it so now you have a partner then encourage you to do it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah absolutely there's you know there's there's so much that happens in the quality time where you spend so much time with each other and like this is a perfect episode for us to be doing this because we just did a really long trip together and it was really fun but during that entire trip we were like with each other 24-7. I just do the math. Okay, so it's 144 plus hours together. Yeah, just straight. <laughs> Driving, staying at hotels, doing sightseeing, eating, sleeping. sleeping like, dreaming together. Yeah, just the whole time. Us, my, my, you know, my wife and I, and then Boba, our dog. Like the whole time we're together. Yeah. And it was amazing because that was the first time that we have done a trip like that. Mm-hmm. And it won't be the last, but that was the first time that we've done a trip like that. And I think once you spend that much time together, and when we and just in our normal day to day life uh, throughout the week, we spend a lot of time together. It's very rare that I go off and do something on my own, and it's very rare that Ruby goes off and does something on her own. And our we're getting close to our anniversary. Yeah. So we spend a lot of quality time together. Um, and we just want to keep that going. And that's a, one of our missions is, you know, and then that, and that involves checking each other. Like, hey, get off your phone. Come and hug me. Or, <laughs> um, watch, or just doing little silly things together. And I remember I'm thinking about back also to my childhood that some of my favorite bonding times with my family was, you know, like that we just went on a camping trip. Like camping trips. Ex- yeah, just do... Ex- Things that you experienced together, uh, like there was no rece- there was no cell phone reception where we were at in Yosemite. Nope. You know, so we were just hanging out, chilling and hanging around, watching the stars, hanging up by the campsite, the campfire, uh, just how ha- like cu- you know cuddling, connecting, being together. It was. It just shows you that like you can just disconnect from the rest of the world and just be together. And I think when you disconnect from there, you connect you connect fully. Yeah. And you start hearing from your partner what they share from their hearts. What is what's what's really on their mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I also was reminded of um times where I had these uh these neighbors when I was growing up, a couple that lived across the street from us. Very wonderful, beautiful couple. And um, they would come over. It was like about a, a few months stretch where we did this pretty consistently. But there was a stretch for, yeah, like a few months where we did uh, game nights on Fridays. And I must have been around like 13, 14 at the time. And my brother was probably, yeah, around the same, t- same age, 13, 14. And they would come over and um, we would play. We played this game called like the Big Taboo. 
It's a board game. And um, it was just so much fun. A whole family all together, we would just get together and play these games, these board games. And I think, I think, yeah, we could use more of that. Um, in we families. do have we do have our board games, but we just have we don't have enough people. Yeah, <laughs> we need more people to coming over. And I'm not very competitive on board games. Oh, I'm totally different. <laughs> yeah, come. I somehow come to games. I'm very competitive. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Especially Uno or Uno. Yeah, you got it. Sorry. Yeah. Uno. Uh, yeah, super competitive. If you if my friends have played with me, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Super. Ruby is very competitive. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, oh, I'll just let her win, whatever. But she Same. gets mad. She's like, yeah, no, you have to play your best. <laughs> you know, that's how you do life. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> very competitive. Anyways. So that's, um, I think, a lot of ways that you can spend quality time together is, you, hey, you might have to force your family into disconnecting from the outside world to connect fully with the family because, you know, it's 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 very unique and wonderful experience yeah. to be like, hey, you know what? All we have is each other. Mm-hmm. You know, having your internet, nothing else. All we have is each other. Let's just connect and hang out and have a good time. And I think a lot of older people will be like, yeah, that's how things were, you know, but. Oh, yeah. We saw like old couples uh, at the campground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We saw tons of them and just, families. Yeah. Ruby was like, it's kind of weird that they're just like sitting there re- reading a book. Like they come all the way to Yosemite just to hang out together and read a book. And I'm like, yeah, but that's beautiful, right? Yeah. I'm a city girl, guys. I'm not like. I'm not doing well in nature. I love nature, but just, um, you know, one or two day, not long time, you know? Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm like, what, what am I going to do? I'm just look at the creek, water, that's it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. But to be honest, you know, when you spend enough time in nature, you start seeing like something in you starting to stir up. And mm-hmm. I say, like, oh yeah, I can do this with nature, you know? Time so. just goes by so, so much slower but fast at the same time yeah and i think your creativity start you know kick in Mm -hmm. so yeah definitely uh to try that yeah we're looking forward to doing more uh, more trips like that we discussed like different family trips that we want to do together and i think just doing that together with just the two of us with with boba made us more prepared and more like accepting of like you know again increasing responsibility that we're like, we're going to take our whole family next time. Yeah. And then we can be out there, they're to a guy. Yeah. And they're going to be like, what? No cell phone reception? <laughs> what am I going to do? Oh, we're just going to play Uno and hang out by the campfire. Yeah. And and love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the memories, all the good stuff. So that's way, ways that we've connected lately. Um, and like we have, like I said, we have ways to check each other. To make sure that we are connecting during our time together. Yeah. Even though we spend a lot of time together. But, you know, there's always, like Ruby was saying earlier, like, we constantly want to keep checking in because life changes us in, in, in certain ways. In certain ways, we're always just going to kind of be the same. But in other ways, it changes us and we have to constantly check in and be like, hey, where are you at now? Like, where's, what's some, going on with you? Or sometimes I will ask Drake... Um, these questions like, hey, do you feel loved by me? Or is what are the ways that you f- you you like the way I show love? 
Mm-hmm. And is any way that you want me to improve in loving you? Um, those are if, even though this is like very you know short questions, but sometimes it take you know some minutes to think about and reflect on that. So um, definitely good questions to ask your partner. Like, hey, do you feel loved? Do you feel safe? Do you feel you know I'm loving you um, the way that you want it, or what else that you know? Can I love you more? You know, so I think that also uh, give you a hint to love your partner well. Yeah, I think that's a good ex- that's a good assignment right there. Oh yes, <laughs> that's a good assignment right there. Is take note of things that your partner does that make you feel fulfilled. Like, oh yeah, I love that, and and then use that during your connection time to say like, hey, you know what? What are some things that I've done that make you feel loved lately? And put the phones away, sit on the couch or sit on the table, look each other in the eyes and just spend that time connecting. And then another thing, a good assignment would be plan one trip or one date together where you are totally connecting, whether it be on a hike or, um, or a little camping trip, um, or, some type, some type of date where like you are both just going to be into each other and connecting and, and then have some ideas, have some uh, topics that you like to discuss during that time or have some things that have been going on in your life that you'd like to really like to share with your partner that mm-hmm. you haven't had the chance to talk about lately or things yeah. that are happening in the world that you'd like to, t- like to tell them about that you've, that you've noticed and that you want to get their opinion on. Yeah. Well, having said that, thank you so much for spending time with us. And again, we appreciate every single minute that you spend with us. It means so much. And don't forget to leave a comment, a feedback, or even a topic that you think that we should talk about. Yes. And then, um, yeah, send us. We will read every single feedback message to us. Thank you so much. And you are rocking your relationship because you are putting time in this and just showing that you want to make it work you want to improve it and so proud of you guys and um thank you so much for spending time with us yeah we definitely definitely want to reiterate that uh, help, thank you for helping us grow the podcast we hope to grow it more and have more people tune in and gain access to a community of people that are trying to just make relationships healthy happy and more engaging walks and connecting Mm -hmm. and with that deep connections comes so many things that we could take on as uh uh, as couples and in our community so we definitely want to thank you guys for that thank you guys for tuning in so we're wrapping up our intimacy series and we have um our yosemite trip plus a a bunch of other things that happened during this trip coming up for you guys and we are so looking forward to showing you guys this um this video and clips from it yeah well so stay tuned in for that for next week and then after that we've got another series that are coming up and um we're really looking forward to doing that with you guys as well all right so cool. with that this is drake and ruby from engaging walk we are signing out thank you you guys bye